0: This broadcast is part of the IC Robots Radio network. Visit ICrobots.com for this and many other nerd/nostalgia- related podcasts. You won't be sorry for long. Welcome to the audio handbook of the Marvel Universe, a character by character look at the coolest heroes and villains that Marvel Comics has to offer. You can thank us later. For now, just listen. Hey, cool breeze. It's me, your Gaia Icy your robots. And we're back their another super exciting, super fun episode of the audio handbook of the Marvel Universe. That's the one where you use the seminal Marvel comic book guide, the uh, handbook of the Marvel Universe. To take a look at the various cool comic characters that they have given us over the years this week. We're going to take a look at one that I don't know a whole lot about. This is a guy who goes by the name of Howard the Duck. So let's light that intent. Let's bang that gong. Let's get going on to the show and find out some stuff. You're listening to ICA, <laughs> Howard the Duck is a mystery to me, and even today as a dude who's read, I'm not even kidding, like 18 million comic books, I still I still don't know a lot about this guy. Like Even coming up, I wasn't aware if he was, like, part of, like, the mainstream Marvel Universe or if he was, like, he was, like, some kind of, like, out-of-continuity parody character. I... I had no idea. I knew Dude had a movie and I, I was... I was putting some thought into this. I don't think that I've ever actually seen the movie. I know that I've seen parts of it. I knew that it was playing on cable when we had, like, HBO and Showtime and stuff when I was a kid. And I would... I would see, like, pieces of it, like, here and there, but I've never, not never like, seen the whole movie at one sitting at, that I can recall. Maybe I have. If I have, I know that I don't remember the story or the details or anything about it. It's like, it's like, you would have thought that, that I would be clamoring for any sort of, like, comic book movie back in the day. I was just, like, sitting around reading comic books all day, and then there was one that was by the name of Howard the Duck, and I never even went to see it. It's, it's weird, though. I, 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 I've thought about this, and I'm sure we've all thought about this, that there was, like, millions and billions of Marvel characters, and there were millions and billions of, like, DC characters, and out of all of the ones there, they decided to make this one that I was ultimately confused about. A guy who goes by the name of Howard the Duck. I know we've said it a few different times, but I'm, I'm a little excited to uh to be learning something about this guy who is, like, such an enigma to me. I seriously have no idea. In In some ways, he does feel like some kind of, like, some kind of just, like, I don't know if you would if you would describe him as such, but, like, an out-of-continuity sort of dude. Like, I imagine he just, like, floats around, like, outside the panels and, like, peers in and and makes a crack or something. But I... I don't know. The more that I... the more that I think about it, I think that he's just, like, a normal run-of-the-mill Marvel guy. Just, like, out there in the same world as, for example, Hawkeye. In the same world, for example, as the Sentry. For example, any of these guys. And I don't know. We're gonna find out. Let's... let's move forward. At this point, we're gonna... We're going to take a look at some of the details of his life. Like height, weight, where was he born, what's his name, when did he first appear, things like that. And then we'll move in and we'll learn some of his uh, background details. But this is a good place to start. Personal details, height, weight, and that sort of thing. His name, his given name, his Christian name is Howard Duxon. His current alias is Howard the Duck. He's also known as the Duckman of Cleveland. Artifact g five eighteen two e 18 Deadpool the Duck, I wonder what that's about. Shaquille O'Neal, Howard T. Duck, Duckman, Ducky Duck, these are all aliases. He's gone by in various comics over the year. Duckman, Ducky Ducky Duck, Wuck, Cynical Duck, the Ohio Duckman, the Demon Duck from Mexico, well, that's quite a name set there. He has some relatives, Ronald, his father, Henrietta is his mom, Teresa is his sister, he has a bro named Orville, and a clone named Alexis. He's currently single. He is male. Two foot three inches high. He weighs 40 pounds and his eyes are all red. His hair, no hair at all. Guy's got feathers. He's a duck. His skin is yellow underneath There's an unusual feature. He has hands and arms instead of wings and he's covered with feathers. He is unable to fly. His origin is that he is a Duck Worldian. Duck World is Earth 791. 021 in the Marvel universe and it is a world much like ours but instead of human beings the people are in fact anthropomorphic ducks wacky wacky whack whack he is from New Stork City New Stork and Duck World his uh, dual identity he has none people know that he is Howard the Duck he is from Duck World like we learned his occupation is that of a private investigator formerly he was a terrorist as well as an adventurer i think a lot of these these Marvel, uh, adventurers are also terrorists. He was a video store clerk. Word to him, he's been a burlesque show direct, director, he's been a computer sales, dishwasher, amateur wrestler, a repo man, ran for president, poet, and folk singer. His education is that he has a four-year college degree, and limited training in various martial and mystical arts. He currently is out of, operating out of, rather, Brooklyn, New York City, Earth, 616. He was invented by Steve Gerber and Val Mayurik. He first appeared, appeared in, the in the magazine number nineteen, September, 19, September 19, 1983. But he, he first, first appeared, appeared in a magazine number nineteen, September, 19, 19, 19, September 19. 1983. But he was an unnamed character. Then in October of 1973 he appeared in Man Thing number one. We'll take a look at that comic in the last segment where we look at toys, comics, and things like that related to the characters. He first appeared in the magazine. September 19, September 1983, with a unnamed character. character Bio. Like how did they get their powers and stuff like that? Howard the Duck was hatched on Duck World, a planet in another universe, where intelligent life evolved from waterfowl. Duck World resembles mankind's earth in an astounding number of ways, including the fact that the ducks all speak English. He was born the son of Ronald and Henrietta, a working class Catholic couple living in New Stork City. He had two siblings. As a child, he discovered he had an amazing potential for intellect. However, he was continuously bullied by other children as a result. He eventually decided to give up on his studies, wasting his life's potentials. Further details about Howard's past on Duck World are still unknown. Indeed, there are conflicting accounts as to the circumstances surrounding his disappearance. Howard vanished from his home world when the power-hungry demon Thog the Nether Spawn used his magic to cause an interdimensional cosmic axis to shift. Howard was dislodged from his home dimension and dropped into the middle of the Florida Everglades on Earth 616. That's the, uh, that's the Marvel Universe that we all know and love. This place is known as the Nexus of all realities and it is inhabited by the, the Man-Thing. This is a place from which travel to all other dimensions is said to be possible. In an effort to set the cosmic axis right and return home, the reluctant Howard joined with Korak the Barbarian, the young Earth-born sorceress that came the Enchanter and the aforementioned oh, man thing. The battle against Thog ended for Howard when he fell off the other dimensional stepping stones of Oblivion, and he landed in the city of Cleveland, Ohio. What you have right there, like that tale right there, that's basically the origin story of our guy Howard the Duck. Of course, he had many other adventures, he had many other things going on, and we'll talk about that in a sec. But that's, that's more or less the crux of the story of how our guy Howard the Duck made it to the uh, 616 universe from his place in Duck World. More or less, he fell through a portal, and then he fell through another portal that uh, led him to Cleveland. This was this was a time when, like, Cleveland was the butt of a lot of jokes. Remember when I was coming up back in the day that, like, the Cleveland Indians were, like, the worst baseball team. And, like, all these things around Cleveland were, like, really whack or so I thought. I mean, I don't know. I was, like, a little kid. But I remember I remember there were just, like, all these jokes about this town in Ohio. And people would always talk about how Cleveland was just, like, the absolute worst. The uh, Cleveland Indians for the longest time were, like... They were, like, the worst team in all of baseball, but eventually they got, like, Corey Snyder, and they got a bunch of other guys, and they started to, they started to come up, but, man, they were the butt of a lot of jokes for a lot of times. Poor city of Cleveland. Now, though, they got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They got a lot of things like that going for them, but at the time, the best Marvel Comics character that they had in their uh, entire locale was the guy that goes by the name of Howard the Duck. How great is that? Not very great, I guess. I mean, it, it is not like, it's not like the worst thing of all the times or anything, but you know what I'm saying. It's not like you got, like, Daredevil, or you got, like, Wonder Man flying around your city. You've got, um, you've got Howard the Duck. Cleveland is dope. Cleveland is the reason I'm cold. cold. Cleveland is that. Cleveland is dope. Cleveland is the reason the duck wanted to establish a reputation in Cleveland. As such, he sought to earn a position on the Cleveland Police Force by catching the mysterious farm animal stalker. During the investigation, he finds Bessie the Hell Cow who attacked him, but Howard kept her at bay with the push broom. During the fight, he used a mallet and a wooden stake to seemingly end the blood-sucking bovine's hellish existence once and for all. Despite his heroism, however, Howard was still denied a position on the Cleveland Police Force. That's That's a mouthful. Let's take a look at Bessie the Hellcow. Bessie the Hellcow is the bovine blood beast. Another character invented by, uh, our dude, Steve Gerber. Basically, basically the idea with the bovine blood beast is that at one point Dracula was flying around the, uh, Swiss countryside looking for a neck to bite, but everybody was aware the dude was around, so they boarded up their houses and they were all hiding, and he had no choice but to eat a cow, and eat a cow he did. This cow became bovine, blood beast, Bessie, the cow who walks, the living dead cow who, uh... Actually Faly appeared in many different episodes, issues rather of uh, Howard the Duck. She became quite a foe of his, interestingly enough. In Cleveland, Howard first met the young model Beverly Switzer, who was a captive of the costume criminal accountant Pro Rada. Howard and Beverly escaped and they began living together. Although Howard attempted to live his life as normal as possible, considering he's a talking duck in a world of human beings, he continuously ran afoul of various unusual menaces, including Turnip Man, Count Macho, Winky Man, Emil the Goat Cloat, and the Gingerbread Man. Those are all... Like, super great-sounding dudes. Let's take a look at a couple of these guys. we get this guy, Turnip Man, who is, is uh, He's like the living embodiment of a turnip. His current alias is the Space Turnip. His name is Arthur Winslow. Let's... Let's see what kind of powers this guy has. Anything... Anything interesting? He, uh... He can fly, levitate objects the size of a bus. He can generate background music and fire destructive blasts. Those are all... Really cool things, man. I don't know how you couldn't make, like, a really nice living in life using those abilities. It's always, like, dudes in comic books become heroes or villains. But if you had the ability to, like, float things and do these things, you could find, like, all kinds of interesting jobs in, like, construction, transportation. Imagine, like, somebody has, like, their house or whatever, like a mobile home. And you can just, like, pick it up with your mind so people can do work underneath. There's, like, all kinds of possibilities for these powers. And you got... Then you got Count Macho. This guy, this guy is a master of Kung Fu. Let's take a look and see what we got here about, uh, Count Macho. He uses his powers to, uh, intimidate people. He was created, again, by Steve Gerber, he is, a male, his hair is black, he first appeared in Howard the Duck number three, and he has all the powers of a kung fu master, but still, he couldn't beat a duck. Let's take a look at the gingerbread man, he is, uh, he's a walking, talking golem in the form of a gingerbread man, then you have pro-rata. This guy is a wizard. He's a sorcerer. This is the one we started with, with uh, the kidnapping of his gal pal, Barry Switzer. Barry Switzer. Betty Switzer. What's her name? Let's go back and, uh, hold on. This is why we have the guy right here in front of us. Her name is Beverly Switzer. No relation to Barry Switzer, the football coach. But, um, this is how we first met her. She got kidnapped by this guy who uses the power of accounting in the form of magic. And he has a tower built out of credit cards. You can see how everything here is kind of a joke in the sense that it's kind of like playing off something cultural. You know, you got like macho guys, you got like credit cards and stuff. It's all good, man. It's all just like, he's trying to take a jab at popular culture. Our dude Steve Gerber, the creative great Steve Gerber, the creator of Count Macho and the Gingerbread Man and Howard the Duck. This is the angle that I remember Howard the Duck the most for. Howard came to public notoriety when he became a candidate for the presidency of the very United States. He was even the target of an assassination plot as someone hired Dr. Angst and his band of bland to kill him. Howard defeated his would-be assassins with the help of the Defenders and they were all sent to prison. The Assassins, not the Defenders. As it turned out, the assassination was unnecessary as the general populace refused to believe that Howard was a real talking duck, thinking him instead to be a dwarf in a duck suit. As a result, they publicly dismissed his candidacy as a joke. I I remember this one being like a big deal. I don't know if I was around necessarily when like the whole angle was going on, but at the at the comic store I frequented as a youth fantasy books and games, they had like a whole bunch of like Howard the Duck for President t-shirts. At one time, I remember some Howard the Duck for President pins. And now, don't hold this, like, up to me as something that I I know for necessarily true. But I think that at Backdoor Records in Katadi, at one time there was a... There was a Howard the Duck for President poster up, but I don't know if that was, like, necessarily a certainty or if it was something that I, that I'm just, like, recollecting. But this whole, like, this whole, like, counterculture movement to get, like, Howard the Duck as President was one of the, uh, one of the bigger Marvel things at the time. I, I've kind of thought about this, and I think that Howard kind of acted as the unofficial mascot for, like, all of Marvel. Marvel has been, like, really counterculture at different points in the, um in the company's history, and one way that they showed this was they had Howard the Duck, whereas Disney had Donald Duck. Donald Duck, while not like the number one dude right now, at points, has definitely been the number one dude, and back in the day, he was, he was more of a character than, say, Mickey, so Marvel spoofed him, made Howard the Duck, and he acted as, you know, just the unofficial, like, Marvel mascot for a while. I... I do recall at one point reading something in Wizard magazine about how Disney threatened a lawsuit against Marvel because of similarities between Howard the Duck and Donald the Duck and they they came to a kind of a working agreement wherein which Howard would switch to a uh, wearing pants because one of the ways you uh you can single out Donald the Duck is that the dude does not wear the pants. Donald the Duck does not wear the pants. Howard the Duck in fact does wear the pants. So, I don't know. The presidency, one of the bigger things that I that I recall seeing as far as a character, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Dr. Bong. Dr. Bong is, he's Howard the Duck's nemesis, I would say. Dr. Bong is a, let's take a look at his listing while we're here. I feel like the name's kind of like a You know, a play on words, like, drug paraphernalia, which was popular in the counterculture 60s and 70s. But, uh, Dr. Bong has the gimmick of a bell. He has, like, a bell for a head. He has a bell chime on his hand. Does he ring his head? I don't know. Let's take a look and find out. Super abilities of Dr. Bong. He's a super genius. He has knowledge of genetic engineering far beyond the scope of mainstream science. And I guess he uses that to make clones of himself. Is that the whole thing with Dr. Bong? He He makes clones? I... I don't know if that's the coolest thing ever, but it is, it is what it is. Over the years, Dr. Bong has fought Howard the Duck, he's fought She-Hulk. She-Hulk and Howard the Duck are sort of, they're sort of connected in, in some ways. At one point, they shared an office space when, uh, when Jennifer Walters, a.k.a. She-Hulk, was, she was at the peak of her lawyerdom. She shared an office with Howard the Duck, and Howard did some, some P.I. work for her. They both had run-ins with Dr. Bong, so there's that as well. I think, I think this more or less covers, like, the history of Howard the Duck, like most of the key points, there were times when he returned to Duck World, and he came back, and he did this, and he did that, but except for the main, like, mainstream origin story, everything else, everything else is conjecture that could just go away at a moment's notice, dude. That's how comic continuities work. Let's, uh, let's jump forward. We're gonna find out what some of the, uh, powers and abilities of Howard the Duck are, beyond being Three, a duck. Four, 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 four. Powers and abilities, like what can they do and such. Duckworldian Physiology. Howard's body, like those of his entire race, have similar characteristics of common earth ducks outside of their hands and arms instead of wings. He's covered with feathers, but he's unable to fly. Howard is similar to a human athlete who has trained his body to his fullest potential. Howard can stay alive in the space vacuum without suffering any harmful effects. That's, that's crazy. So Homeboy can float around in space. He has... He has Duck Worldian speed, enhanced Duck Worldian speed after training. He can move faster than the human eye can see. He has super reflexes and precision. Some mystical training. He trained briefly with Doctor Strange, so he knows how to, like, do some card tricks and things like that. He's a master of martial arts, a style known as Quack Foo. He has incredible willpower. This came from his Quack Foo training. He has, like, the ability to learn things, like, really fast. He has a genius intellect. And he possesses the normal avian strength of a duck his age who engages in exercise only when he feels like it. Let's let's see what kind of paraphernalia Howard the Duck has. He's usually seen with a stogie. He is the owner of a powerful weapon called the Big Freaking Gun or the BFG. It was possibly given to him by Morbius the Living Vampire, who's soon gonna be in a movie. The weapon seems to be a cannon which is able to disintegrate anything he fires at. <laughs> feels like Howard the Duck is one of those comedy characters, almost like a dupe, like a dupe from X-Force or like an ambush bug in DC that's given, like, that's given, like, incredible unlimited power because they want, like, for the sake of comedy to have this character be able to do anything. Which is, which is fine. At one point, he possessed something called the Iron Duck Suit. Which is, you know, very similar to the Iron Man suit. It's made from a, um, what would you call it? A, a, fire hydrant. And it has a flame thrower on it. And he also, he also has some mystical stuff. Which is thrown in there as well. This is, this is all very funny. Very silly stuff. But, uh, Howard the Duck can do lots of things. To me, the most impressive thing is the ability to float around in space. Like, space will crush you. Space will kill you. Space will freeze you. Space will, space will disintegrate you. But Howard the Duck, dude, he can, like, he can float around. Now... Of course he can't fly, so we couldn't, like, fly off into space. But once he's out there, you know, dude can, uh, dude can do the do. He's quite a powerful guy when it comes down to it. Let's, let's find out some more stuff about Howard the Duck. Mainly, like, what's his first appearance in comics? Is it worth anything? Any cool toys? Any, uh, neat gigaws and gizmos? Let's, let's find out. Other stuff like, what was their first appearance? Is it valuable? Any cool toys or anything like that? All righty Why do we have successfully navigated our way onto the world wide web of the internet. We're going to go on to the online and take a look at, like, uh, what kind of gadgets and keygaws we got for Howard the Duck. Dude has been merchandised very, very well over the years. He has, um, toys. He has pop vinyls. He has t-shirts. There are posters. There's all kinds of stuff for our dude. Let's let's kind of start at the top. The first appearance of Howard the Duck is, uh, Man Thing number one. And right now, if you got into it, you could maybe get a, like an ungraded copy of Man Thing number one for like 50, 60, 70 bucks. A high graded one is going to go for much, much more. The, the first appearance of our guy, Dr. Bong, that's Howard the Duck number 15. You can get that one for $1.50. Actually, might think about buying that. That's kind of a kind of a fun comic, it's available for $1.50 right now on the, uh, World's Biggest Marketplace, eBay, another valuable, uh, Howard the Duck comic is Howard the Duck number one, which is the first full appearance of Gwenpool, who is kind of a hot character right now, that one's gonna cost you, like, 25, 40 bucks in that range, ungraded, much more if it is graded. I'm just, like, not into the whole graded comic book thing. The, uh, the Howard the Duck I was talking about where he went for president has a very, very iconic cover. They show Howard the Duck on the front of a, uh, newspaper, and he's busting... He's busting right through the headline, which says, uh, Howard the Duck for President. That, that one can be yours for, like, $25? That's also the first in-comic appearance of, a uh, Jimmy Carter, if that happens to be your thing. I, I think that, like, for a, a character that is, oh, look, I'm right here. You could get that Howard the Duck number 8. That's nine, uh, January 1977. That's the one where he's Howard for President. You can get that for 5 39 ...right now with like $4 shipping. It's uh, 10% off if you're into that. This is also... This is also the poster that I would see. It's uh, a very iconic image. He's bursting right through the uh, newspaper and Jimmy Carter's on it. And they they had this one hanging in Backdoor Records, if I remember correctly. Also, there is a iconic Howard the Duck t-shirt that has a Howard for President pin on the front. A big circle showing what was on the pin. I... I wasn't able to find any OG versions of that shirt available here. But there's tons of knockoffs. You can get those everywhere from just like Public to uh, Redbubble and stuff. And everywhere, everywhere in between. Our guy was also a Marvel legend back in the day. This is back in the day of Toy Biz. I remember seeing this one on the shelf when I was at uh, TRU back in the day. God bless TRU. This one, this one came out in 2003. And here's the hook: the actual factual figure in the packaging was the Silver Surfer, and Howard the Duck was kind of just like an add-in. You get a little mini Howard the Duck figure, which is which is to scale. He goes up to about the waist of uh, our guy Norrin Rand, the Silver Surfer. And this is this is a nice two-pack, to be honest. I remember seeing this on the shelves and being very, very tempted. But I wasn't like heavily into Marvel Legends at the time. But um, you get Norrin Rand, the Surfer, his surfboard, and Howard the Duck all in one. Right now. You can find that one sealed for 50 bucks on the online. He was also a a pinmate. Pinmates were these, uh, things that came out by, um, Pow. Shout out to Jason Lindsay. And they were aping the, um, Fisher-Price adventure people. But they, they were licensed, uh, characters. I do have a few. I have a couple Star Trek ones. I have a Batman one. These are, these are really, really great. And I'm surprised they didn't catch on in any way. Because, uh, I myself, I love the Fisher-Price, um... I think I said Fisher-Price Adventure People, but what I meant to say is Fisher-Price Little People, the small ones that are pegs. I'm i a big fan of these, and these are just like the little people, but they're painted, for example, like Superman. Very cool, they made one of Howard the Duck. You could grab that one now for $8 with uh, free shipping. Who's also a mini-mate. He came in a two-pack with a Dazzler. That is an amazing two-pack, I gotta tell you right there. The uh, Disco Dazzler with the roller skates and the Farrah faucet hair, they're both in there. You can grab that one for twenty-two bucks, free shipping. He was adorbs. That seven dollars free shipping. He's been any number of uh, plushies over the years. I I feel like he has been very well rec- represented. Here is a uh, Howard the Duck in a brown suit, San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Dude is just like dude has been very well represented in all forms of geek culture. Everything from a comic book. He has a card set. The movie had a card set. We haven't even talked about the movie. He had a movie, dude. That's that's as big as you can get. Of course, the movie didn't do that great. People weren't rushing out and loving it. It's kind of considered like, a, um, like an ugly stepchild of Marvel cinemas, but still. It existed. It was out there. So, in the world of Captain America, there's also a Howard the Duck movie. Side by side. And... Our guy has appeared in the mainstream MCU. I think in Guardians of the Galaxy, you can see him in the back. He's on display with the Collectors. I've heard that there are other scenes where you can see him as well. So I don't know, man. Howard the Duck has really had himself quite a career. Shout out to Steve Gerber. You went ahead and you invented a character that has stood the test of time. He has, despite me not knowing a lot about him when I started doing this. And he definitely deserves to be on the uh, pantheon of Marvel greats. So, there you have it, my guys. I feel like this is all one could ever want to know about the uh, exciting character known as Howard the Duck. If if you enjoyed this, we have a Patreon. Patreon uh, is at supportthereport.com for as little as a dollar a month. You can get access to all Kinds of stuff over there. There's bonus shows, movie reviews. There is a DC version of this show called Who's Who in the DC Comics Universe that I do Patreon exclusive. It is great. Hop over there right now, sign up, and I will be your friend for the rest of your life. Um so until we meet again, this is uh, me, Icy Robot, signing off saying until that time comes, make my marvel. Here we go, This has been an IC Robots Radio production. IC Robots Radio is a listener supported in endeavor. If you like what we do and we make your day a little easier, please consider tossing a few bucks our way to help keep the life support running. All money collected goes to help us prepare for future space pirate attacks. Go on over to supportthereport.com for all the details. Thanks and have a great week.